And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up, live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created are exploited, we are downtrodden, we are denied not only civil rights, but even human rights. So the only way we're going to get some of this oppression and exploitation away from us or aside from us is come together against the common enemy. I don't want you to protest, I don't want you to ride, I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, You've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. Get together, have a few laughs. Good evening, and welcome to Iowa Talk Guys. I'm your host, E-Rock, and to my left we have... Your host, Theo. To the right. Your other host, TP. And tonight we will be discussing Monday, March 13th. Donald Trump's visit to Davenport, Iowa. We infiltrated them and attended. Yeah, I wasn't planning on going in, but E-Rock had a spare. They, you guys went you, all you didn't the way even in. in. We went all the way in. All right, so you didn't even I was not able to get on this adventure with these boys. So they, they went out and did the dirty work. Yeah, we went undercover. Some, uh, Iowa some talk, talk, guys guys, talk guys on the street. That's do, right. That's what we do. So we hit the street. Let's uh so since I wasn't there, let's go let's go through this chronological order. All right. So you guys you well, get out of your vehicles. I picked I picked E Rock up. Yeah, we had to leave work early. <coughs> yeah, we left work. I picked E Rock up. Yeah. And we rolled to downtown Davenport. Now let's rewind about the, the tickets. There was no ticket. It made it sound like there was tickets. When they said he was coming to town. Well, all right. Turns out, since you were just red-blooded Americans, they let you in. Well, I was in the scalping business, and I was going to capitalize on mm. reselling my tickets if it was. Well, and probably your press badges got you in the door, I'm sure. No, but that would be cool. Wouldn't it? But I did get some interview material. I'm a bad interviewer. We're going to have to work on that. Uh, hey, it's a work in progress, but... I wish I would have asked people if they thought that, uh, you know, we need to send troops to Ukraine, but whatever. We'll get past that. It's okay. So, so yeah. So, uh, they said that he was coming. You go on this website, you fill out your name, and, of course, the tickets, you get a confirmation saying, you, you know, it goes to your phone and you hit accept. Yeah, yeah. Then you get a thing saying, I think it was a Friday, and then on Sunday they said they will send you confirmation and instructions. Sunday comes, I get the email. You've got mail. But guess where it goes? <laughs> to my spam folder. Spam, spam. Oh, hmm. And yes, it was through a Gmail account, so that's of weird. course Google <clears throat> would suppress it and send Oops. it from DonaldJTrump.com yeah. was the Well duh, this obviously is spam. Nobody nobody in their right mind wants this in their actual primary because email there, account. There was coworkers that folder. Like, oh, I never got an email, even the one prior saying be on the lookout on sunday oh, so, so i was tell. thinking like yeah i'm gonna make some money i'm gonna sell these for like 100 bucks a piece wow <laughs> you hey. oh, when you said scalping i was going i thought you meant heads ah! so no you're talking Jeez. about tickets okay yeah 
I'm a capitalist. I was a lot more comfortable think, with you scalping heads over t- tickets, man. I honestly think Donald Trump would agree with my decision. Right. If you can make money, you got to get ahead. Free trade can be wonderful if you have smart people. But we have people that are stupid. It's the very, very best. The art of the steel or whatever. So, yeah, that's Being how. rich and paying off porn stars is just amazing. Ugh. Well, this is prior to all that. No, it wasn't. Yeah, he did this years ago. March well, yeah, 13. but that was prior to the Stormy Daniels coming out again. Yeah. Stormy Daniels Part yeah. 2. We don't The care. saga continues that came out. Yeah. So, yeah, this is prior to that. So. The, prior to the arrest announcement. Even yeah, you guys yeah, that's we it. are behind. It was a we, while ago. We remember we mentioned March recap because mm-hmm. it's important. Even though World War Three is kicking off, yeah, but we're bringing you the special because it happened. So, okay, so you guys get there. Yeah, and it turns out you don't need tickets to get in. No, but before you even get in the door, though, you, you, what's the environment outside of? There's a big line to get in, right? Uh, and we like, saw a homeless guy. It was about 30 yeah, degrees out. Oh, yeah, it was like 30. So, and in in downtown Davenport, they got all the old school, you know, early 20th century. We got farm implements going by and stuff, guys. <laughs> yeah, sorry. We're, hey, we're going to have to live with it. We're going to have to live with it. time in Iowa. We got the sheet metal door open. We got sausages on the grill. Brat. I always work a little better with some sausage in me, you know what I'm saying? Right on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we did. We saw the guy with uh, the unlit cigarette. Thankfully, the you, cigarette was unlit because it would have been a safety issue if it was lit. He looked like he was, you know, nodding off a little And this bit. was like, what, oh. 2 o'clock in the afternoon? Yeah, it was like 2. Yeah, you didn't want him to set himself on fire. And they, were, they were letting, weren't letting people in until like 5, right? Uh, I think 4 was it. I think it was 5. Oh wow! Anyway, okay, so you guys got there. So, so yeah, what I was saying—the early 20th century buildings, man, that wind was coming just perfect. So it was like ripping through oh, the, yeah, the wind yeah, yeah. tunnels down there. You know what I mean? Yep. It's like Chicago, but yeah. Instead, of the Great Lakes, we got the we got the Mississippi River going right through windy cities. So, of course, I'm scoping out the protester situation, and I don't necessarily mean. That the individual was there a bunch of them there? No, there was like one guy at yeah, this time. Yeah, there was only one. Okay, at the beginning, and then but like I'm two sure other, more came. and then two other ones showed. Nope, two showed up after that. We all went in. That's not what I see on the news. And like nobody, the dude, it's the quad, so, it's the Quad Cities. <laughs> so that line, you know, the the Adler Theater is a two thousand four hundred seat capacity. Okay, twenty four hundred sold yep. out. Well, that was the weird thing, you know, when we get in line, we were already backed up. I heard it was all the way down Main Street like by the two library. or three blocks. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's pretty good. Even wow. Solid which, blocks, not huge, huge city which blocks. Which is funny. I, I overheard a guy doing a report. Yeah, both and he's of like, us did. Oh, there's a couple hundred people here. <laughs> I don't know where he was playing, from. You know, don't know where he was from, but yeah. Maybe he didn't learn how to count. Maybe he was raised on a Common Core map. Well, it ended up being a packed house. I mean, so oh, wow. And people were waiting outside to even get in. They couldn't. But anyway, I I huh. caught up with a couple the lone people, huh? The lone <laughs> protester, and he was actually a nice guy. Yeah. He was carrying a sign that said "Lock him up." Lock him up. Well, that's what they tried doing. Hey, man, you know what? They're all so war may- criminals. Maybe he was so onto something. He was. I I could kind of get on board with that. You lock them all up. Yeah. Not just him. Well, just yeah. In the crowd, it was interesting hearing people. 
yeah. heckle him. Oh, and really? I talked to him. And We're going to get to that. He's actually a really nice guy. But well, why don't we? Yeah. Why don't we just go ahead and you want to hear the audio? Yeah. What was his name? His name was Rudy. Rudy. Okay. Here, Let's here listen he is. to Rudy. We are out here with uh, Rudy Hernandez. Rudy Hernandez in Davenport, Iowa, on the precipice of former President Donald J. Trump. So, Rudy, what brings you out here today? I noticed that you have a lock him up sign. Yes, absolutely. So it's I can deduce that you're probably not a big supporter of the former president. No, I'm, su- I'm a big supporter of democracy, and this guy is not a supporter of democracy. This guy is one of those guys that tried to uh, bribe Ukraine. God bless Ukraine, those Ukrainian people, for Biden information so that it was like a, it was like a, he's a grifter, big time grifter. I'm going to stop Rudy right there because if that's true, trying to, you know, bribe Ukraine, (laughs) I thought that the president's son (laughs) kind of had the same circumstances going on as well. Well, what was he trying to bribe him for to get information about Hunter Biden in Burisma? Yeah, I don't know. Or, I mean, I think that did happen at one point in time, right? But it wasn't a bribe. There was no bribe involved. It's like, hey, are you figuring out? Yeah, quid pro quo. Is that what it was called? But there was people heckling that guy. I heard, and they're like, "Lock up Joe Biden and Hunter." There were people (laughs) being mean to him, even though he was being a really nice guy. Yeah. Um. What I wanted to say was, you know, not to be too critical of Rudy here because he was nice enough to give us some of his time, but. Everybody always says democracy, man. And it's like, it's just one of those meaningless words these days, right? It just means whatever yeah. anybody wants it to mean. The threat to our democracy. Yeah, I mean, it's oh, just yeah. like a, it's just just a like platitude. The six. There's the biggest threat to democracy since it's attack on Pearl Harbor. It's, or anecdotal. The heck they were it's anecdotal these days, right? Like, like Nazi. Okay, mm. we know how to use the word. Not saying that we're like, superhumans or anything but we <laughs> words mean things we, we did, have an understanding of we, what that word we means did yes do a little expose of literal nazis yes a couple of them yeah a few yeah operation paperclip mk ultra go look it up so i mean and then we talked about other stuff elsewhere yeah so we know what it is but it it's just people throw around these words and they don't quite understand you keep using the word i don't think it means what you think it means let's continue he was elected. I knew he was a grifter. And when the people came out and said, that's not my president, we, they knew at that time he was not, he was going to be the worst president we ever had. Okay. So I picked up some support for Ukraine. Yeah, absolutely. He, that's sort of, to Ukraine. So you, uh, not because, uh, uh, okay. So he pointed the because was, uh, I, I remember this correctly, vividly. He pointed to his jacket. And it was a Vietnam Veterans of America jacket. Mm. So he came from the perspective of being deployed to Vietnam. So okay. that's why he supports Ukraine. That's what he was saying, right? Because he's a veteran? A veteran of Vietnam. <sighs> that's sad. Let's continue. Not because. Uh, okay. So anti-Russia invasion... I mean, there's the humanitarian issues with just okay. the killing children and mothers, pregnant women. Why are you? Bom- why is he bombing the city? Because Putin wants to restore the old Soviet democracy. This is the old Soviet regime. Uh, that's not right. Okay. We, they, we, that's an autocrat. We almost had an autocrat try to take over the United States of America on 
January 6th. So we cannot, we have to fight for democracy and the right to vote. And this is why I am out here today to support democracy and not let this guy ever get back in office again. He was the worst president ever. So you do believe that uh, the events on January 6th at the Capitol were a legitimate attempt at a coup and an insurrection? Absolutely. Coup, insurrection. He riled up the people. As you can see right here, they still haven't really saw uh, what he is, what he did at one time. So he's got to be stopped. He, he, He can't. He can't be in office again. Okay. In fact, he really should be with my handcuffs to be really come out here and I'll make a citizen's arrest. Very well, very well. I'm sorry, sir, but you're wrong. I mean, not saying he wasn't a Vietnam veteran, but if he was, he probably pushed pencils back here in the States during the war. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't want to speculate. But Because uh, he was yeah. a gentleman. He was a really no, nice guy. No, he was nice, but... A couple things that I wanted to touch up on that he did say was the humanitarian crisis in Ukraine. Much of the humanitarian crisis has been Ukraine's fault. Okay? Uh, yeah, they cause a lot of that on them. Yes. themselves because of their civil war. Not saying it's every citizen's fault. It's their government's. All sorts of footage of Western media pointing towards where the russians are well the firing on this town is coming from over here i saw saw one where these old ladies are like no it's not it's coming from over here where the ukrainians are you don't think that we know where who it's coming from and where it's coming from so the ukrainians have been shelling their own cities before before the invasion in february 2022 yeah they were shelling cities in the donbass yes so i believe the donbass or just whatever that those four more Russian regions to the east. So that's you know a difference of opinion. The next thing I kind of wanted to touch up on, unless you guys had anything else, the You're grifting. Right? Yeah, you know, he's a grifter. Isn't that all pro- politicians and I mean right. businessmen yeah. that do real estate deals in Manhattan? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet you know how to grease palms. I know, how, but you know how to grease palms. I bet you know how to work with the mob. You have and, to. And you did I mean, every single square yard of concrete or and, cubic and yard sh- of concrete yeah. that was poured in New York at one point in time. The mob was cut, getting a cut. They were skimming it. Yes. So, yes, you had to do. I think Donald Trump even admitted that at one point in time. Yeah. So, I, of course, meet, I had to do business he, with these he guys. He had to meet with some of them, yeah, in New York and in Chicago. Donald Trump says he didn't know mob figure Robert Labuddy, but recently resurfaced video seems to tell a different story. Footage from a professional wrestling event in 1988 shows Trump sitting next to Labuddy. Trump's campaign waved it away and explained to Yahoo News the businessman sat next to many people in his life. But Labuddy's daughter claims she and her father were actually Trump's guests at that wrestling event. Connections between Trump and Labuddy surfaced in March. In the past, Trump's casino was found guilty of breaking anti-discrimination laws while catering to the high roller. Trump wasn't tied to the scandal personally, but said at the time that he knew of Labuddy, but wouldn't have been able to match a face to the name. Labuddy's daughter has claimed Trump had a long relationship with her father that went beyond high-stakes gambling, with Trump bringing Labuddy on his private helicopter and yacht. The Trump campaign insists no personal relationship existed. For Newsy, I'm Ryan Beek. And anybody else that, like you said, did big business building buildings in that that city, those cities. You gotta, yeah. you gotta. <laughs> Sorry, you gotta pay your dues. It ain't clean, man. Yeah, it's not. Rudy clean. Giuliani didn't get them all. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, 
and yeah, I had an experience when I walked the line. Whoa! I, I, of people, I walk. I walk the line. <laughs> of people going into the event. No, this is in line. Okay. Yeah. So there was a lady playing uh, Kid Rock, one of the newer ones. I don't even know it, but I could tell I was it was. Bob free. <laughs> and it was just blasting on herself. Hey, on Bud Light. Fuck you. <laughs> and she might have been missing some teeth. What? I don't know. It was just, yeah, a typical, like, somebody that would make fun of a MAGA supporter, you know. Oh. Stereotype. Yes. Okay. But I witnessed her later come up to a guy that had a Vietnam hat on, veteran hat, and she thanked him for his service, and she said how her dad was in Vietnam, and shook his hand and it, you know well, that was it, very it really, nice of her. it really kind of set you back you know like here one minute and i'm kind of laughing at judging her. her yes i'm judge judy and and then next minute you're like man she's a really good person you know you yeah now i feel bad it's one thing yeah when you see all these people and you think oh they're just some redneck fucking maga people turns out they're just or good they're, old folks or they're some whack job leftist i mean who knows who knows don't judge a book by its cover. So, Rudy was a nice guy. But Mr. Trump, you're not a nice person. We don't need nice. That's true. But actually, I am. I think I am a nice person. Yeah. I sound like it. I did actually think that people heckling him in the line were was a little inappropriate because he wasn't doing anything. And, it, and there was a lot of kids there too. With yeah, there were a lot. There was the one. In, there was a kid in Elvis is that outfit. It? Really? Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Dancing and shit. Is that, is that grooming? <laughs> you know, begs the question. I don't know. I could never. I don't, I don't have kids. One thing. Would that you I, bring your kids to a political? No, no. My kids would not be interested. I mean, if they asked me to go see a political candidate that interested them, I suppose I would consider taking them. Yeah, if they asked, but um, I wouldn't drag them with because they would be super bored. Yeah. But all right, so you guys, that's outside. Is you get inside? Do you well, talk to anybody on. else outside? I also, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah oh, there's a lot of people. I overheard Hillary Clinton's uh, dead. She died in 2018. There were some. This key, is what I overheard. Conspiracies going on. Yeah. yeah, she was executed by the military tribunal commission. Oh, I thought she Her. died because she stroked out that day from and whatever. <laughs> Yeah, we talked about that one. This lady had said her last meal was a strawberry milkshake. I came down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream. Oh, Mm. that was pretty (laughs) cool. Yeah, I opened and now found out the truth, huh? It's a body double that is her now. So because that makes so much more sense than just to have her die in a car wreck or something. It's Meryl Streep. Anyway, that's me joking. People say often, I find, and I completely disagree that Putin is trying to rebuild the USSR. I think he's way smarter than that. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like the, the USSR and communism. Yeah, they, they had to kill a lot of people to make that try to make that work. And he, he was an educated man. Yeah, he's an educated man. Guess where he's Our from English. also. Where? Not... It was called Leningrad, I believe, right? But St. Petersburg. Yeah. So Saint that. Petersburg. What, and what was St. Petersburg? That was a big czarist project in like the 18th century, I believe, right? Wasn't that the capital of the USSR at one point? Um, Russia. Yeah. Of Russia, like of czarist Russia. Russia. Yes. Yeah. 
back in the glory days, really. I mean, however mean they were, everybody was meaner than hell at that time. And right? what, what was the school? Because we said it on an episode before. Was it Leningrad he went to? Or, uh, St. Petersburg, I think. Leningrad. Yeah, Leningrad. But that's St. Petersburg. Yeah. That's what it's called now. Yeah. And that it was, you know, this massive, beautiful engineering project where they built the city up on pylons because it was unusable. Nobody wanted it. Swamp ground. Mm. and it was supposed to be a, a beautiful looking european style city right yeah like venice or florence uh, just to name some i don't know but it represented another era of russia and i think that he maybe is trying to kind of tap into the old greatness of russia you know what i mean trying to bring mm. that back and why would he want to bring the soviet system back he's making probably making so much money so much more money. Well, yeah, this way. and he's not having citizens revolting. Right. And yeah, people, Russians are making money. Right. You know, I believe their economy is yeah. not doing bad at all. Well, it's been doing a lot better since it's pegged as currency to gold. Yeah. We yeah. talked about that. So, no, I don't think Vladimir Putin, as evil as he may be, is that dumb. No, I don't think so either. So, what else did you hear in line? No. Well, we got more interviews to get to, don't we? Yeah, that's what. Or did you want to share about. anything else? No, there's there was actually a very interesting young man. Yeah. Yes, named Nathaniel. But yeah, we're gonna listen to him. It's about actually like twenty three minutes long or so. But I figured we could listen to him. He had a lot of interesting stuff to say. I haven't vouched all of it or vetted all of it. Okay. But um he knew what he was talking about. He was wrong on a couple things, like uh he said the CIA wasn't created yet in nineteen fifty three and we we were doing research on it was 1947 yes yeah Yeah, 1953 is actually when they started mk ultra okay right so yeah and it was a truman thing so 53 was eisenhower right i believe yeah yes anyway yeah let's get to him it's very interesting very intelligent young man iowa talk guys here with nathaniel gavronsky so, Nathaniel, President Trump is visiting in Davenport, Iowa today. Uh, we've talked a little bit already prior to recording, but you know quite a bit about what's going on with Russia-Ukraine. Yes. Uh, do you care to elaborate a little bit on that? Okay. Well, international law with the current Russian government and the rest of the world really coincides with two treaties signed by Yeltsin, forced by Bill Clinton in the 90s, that said that any ethnic minorities within any of the former Soviet republics were going to be required to be protected by the Russian government by any means requirement to protect those ethnic minorities. This is actually the reason why the U.S. put so much pressure on Yeltsin during the first uh, war in North Ossetia with the, in, in Dagestan with the minorities with the Muslim minorities sure. that wanted to leave. Well, this is also... Down by Chechnya. Yeah, Chech- right. the, the Chechen War. So, there's, so the, Chech- the Chechnya is a small part of this region. So north of South Ossetia, north of Ossetia is in Russia, south of Ossetia is in Georgia. Okay. okay. So this was a treaty signed by Boris Yeltsin. There are two treaties that, that coincided with this requirement in the 1990s, that the Russian Federation, their government was going to be required to protect any ethnic minority within any form of Soviet Republic. This means a Ukrainian in Estonia, an Estonian in Tajikistan, a Kazakh in Belarus, or Russian in Moldova, that they were they ordered to protect any and all ethnic minorities throughout the entirety of the former Soviet Union. So fast forward to 2008, when you see Shaq Vasily go and invade two uh, non-ethnic Georgian parts of the Republic of Georgia, which is Akhazia and South Ossetia. Now, neither one of these regions are, ma- are majority ethnic Georgian, but they are part of the, tra- of the Greater Transcaucasia, which involved Georgia, Armenia, and Azerbaijan prior to the, to the Union of the Soviet Union in 1922. 
So in 2008, when Sacrificially tried to remove these ethnic groups, the Russian government was required by international law to intervene. That's why you saw the French and the German government really not making a movement against Russia on this because the Russians were obeying international law. And as far as Obama kept pushing, they kept telling you, we're sorry, but you're the ones who made the Russians signed this treaty to protect ethnic minorities within any part of the former Soviet Union. Georgia is part of the former Soviet Union. This is international law. He's in the right. So that's why there was no great outrage. Fast forward to 2013 when you see uh, the Ukrainian government that was democratically elected and was widely known as throughout the international community as a legitimate election that wasn't pro-Russian or pro-European, but understood there was a balance within Ukraine. Willing to work with. Willing to work with both. See, Ukraine was part of the Commonwealth of Independent States, which is a non-military economic pact that allows any former member of the Soviet Union, with the exception of Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, to easily pass through borders no line, no economic restrictions whatsoever. And so for Russia, it was a great benefit that Ukraine was such a valuable part of the Europe's desire because they could ship things in and out of Ukraine and not have any duties on them. So it worked for Russia. Gas and oil from the Caucasus. Well, and also, don't forget, you know, Ukrainians were siphoning off a large, a large amount of gas and oil uh, from these pipelines and then trying to sell it on the uh, on the alternative market. And Russia didn't really see the carry. Oh, that's just part of doing business with Ukraine. Well, people oftentimes forget that Ukraine does have a reputation internationally for being extraordinarily corrupt. Well, the Ukrainians have been known to being internationally. One of the most corrupt nations in Europe. They, they even rank worse than Russia does on, on corruption. But then again, so does Turkey. Sure, so we sure. have to understand that corruption is just a part of these cultures that predates the Soviet period altogether. So you also understand that there's uh, Ukraine, the ethnic amount of Ukraine that was Ukraine before 1939 was about the size of Rhode Island. So all of Western Ukraine, Lviv, and almost everything west of uh, Kiev was actually part of Poland until September 1st, 1939, when the Ripetrov-Molotov Act came into place and Stalin and Hitler took Poland out. Stalin used it as a buffer zone, knowing that that plane was not, couldn't protect it, and he wanted to buy time. So that was allowed to be taken by the Soviets, while what is now Poland was taken by the Germans. So this this bided time for the Soviets for in case of when the Germans were to invade. Stalin knew they were going to invade. He just didn't know how quickly. Okay. And so Stalin was in the mix of trying to rebuild his army because he had just lived, he just cleansed it from all the Trotskyites, which were war hawks to begin with. So if you look at early Soviet period, when Trotsky and Lenin, they were mostly Trotsky and Lenin, Trotsky wanted to take the war to the to Europe immediately. And Lenin was like, that's stupid. Don't forget, there was a separate region part of Germany and Bavaria that wanted to join the Soviet Union in 1925. Hmm, that's interesting. I was unaware. It, well, most people aren't. But see, Lenin and Stalin like, this is a dumb idea. We don't need to do this. And Trotsky said, well, we could take all of Germany. And Lenin was like, that's stupid. We don't, we, our country needs to, we're not ready for this yet. We're just not. And so Lenin and Stalin, who wasn't trusted, Stalin wasn't trusted by anyone. No one wanted Stalin to lead anything. Um, <laughs> he was originally, he's actually from Georgia, too. Yeah, right? well, he is yeah. from Georgia. He's trying to have Transcaucasian. Uh, people in my family have actually met all of them because they were from the, originally from the Imperial Russian Empire. So um, the, thing, the thing is, is that um, once Stalin got control, the, he, he, he did a lot of really, really bad things. He got paranoid. He got paranoid, but he also was trying to uh, uh, remove the parts of the Soviet military that were really, really hawkish. 
because he didn't he wanted to buy time, and that's why he did the the rip and drop Molotov strike was to buy time, thinking that France and Germany would do better than what they did. So when you look at look at Ukraine from the year sixteen. 45, the size of ethnic Ukraine was only about the size of Rhode Island. All of everything west of that was part of Poland. Poland. Everything east of that was Russia. Russia. Lenin actually doubled the size Donetsk. of Ukraine. Lenin doubled the size of Ukraine in 1922. A little bit more than doubled the size of Ukraine in 1922. And then also in 54, in, in Khrushchev gave the Crimea to the Ukrainian Soviet Socialist Republic. But it was basically that's where everyone went. And Khrushchev was Ukrainian. Uh, so there were actually more ethnic Ukrainians that led the Soviet Union than ethnic Russians. Okay. So if you, most, if you look through most of the leaders, the premiers of the Soviet Union, most of them were not fully 100% Russian. Even uh, Gorbachev was part Ukrainian and his wife was huh. Ukrainian. Huh. So you understand that Ukraine wasn't an, wasn't an occupied territory of the Soviet Union. They were willing participants in the treaty since 1922. They, were, they knew what they were getting into and most of the rebellion of the October Revolution was Ukrainian. A lot of the communists that were in the, in the Russian Empire were Ukrainian. Do we call them Bolsheviks? Well, the Bolsheviks is a misnomer that Lenin used. Bolshevik means big in Russian. Melchevik means little in Russian. Okay. So he took the initiative to use Bolshevik as really the biggest group. Even though his Lenin's followers were much smaller than that of Trotsky's. But he just took the name before Trotsky had a chance to. Even though Trotsky was actually part of the provisional government before Lenin arrived. So there's, there's, there's a thing. You have to understand this, that Americans don't know the backstory to this. So fast forward back to 2014. You have um, uh, one-third of the Ukrainian population at all is Russian, ethnically Russian, speaks Russian fluently, speaks Russian as a first language, not Ukrainian. Most of Western Ukrainian is not ethnic Ukrainian. They are Polish, they are Catholic, versus the Orthodox East. And I want you to remember that when, when Zelensky basically outlawed the Ukrainian Orthodox Church from operating, that is a sign of against Orthodoxy in the, in the country versus the Catholic West, which is Polish in nature. Was that around the same time No, as, that was like a month ago. Well, no, okay, so not around the same time that that Russian was essentially banned from being spoke by well, Russian, even ethnic Russia, Russians, right? In the universities in Ukraine, since the year 2006, it is, Russian has been discouraged of being used in all official documents, even though one-third of the country is ethnically Russian and speaks Russian as a first language in all of Ukraine, from Kharkov to Odessa, from Mariupol to Lviv. They, these people speak Russian. In fact, the Crimea only spoke Russian. Uh, you would not be able to go to the Crimea and speak Ukrainian. No one would understand you. In fact, most of Kiev, if you would go to Kiev and speak Ukrainian, most people would not understand you. They don't speak Ukrainian. Ukrainian ethnicity. Kiev wasn't part of Ukraine for 200 years. It wasn't until the Russians pushed out the, the, Pol- the Commonwealth of Poland and Lithuania was Kiev given back to Ukraine. Um, so when you, when you, and also look at look at the World War II. Have you ever seen the movie Defiance? It was Daniel Craig movie. I have not. No. So in this movie Defiance, in, in the beginning of the movie shows a Ukrainian family, Ukrainian Jewish family, being executed by Ukrainian Nazis. Sure. Now this Ukrainian Nazi group was run by a guy named Stefan Bandera. Stefan Banderas. Now right. Stefan Banderas was actually the nationalist group within the Ukrainian army that was funded by Adolf Hitler. He was an efficient Jew hunter, right? Yes, he was. In yes. fact, the largest uh, massacre of Jews, the second largest massacre Jews at all 
uh, and before the outside of the concentration camps in Germany happened in Ukraine. The biggest one was in Hungary. The second one was in was in Ukraine. So the largest one was in the Soviet Union. Happened in an area in Kiev called Babi Yar. Now the road that goes to this little area, there's a little plaque on the road. So this is where all the Jews of Ukraine were murdered. There's a little plaque on the road. Now, the main road that goes to this used to be called Moskva Avenue, which was in the Moscow, Moscow Avenue. Sure. They renamed it after the coup when the new Ukrainian government, which Zelensky 20, is a continuation of, renamed it Stefan Bandera Way. <laughs> so, just to let you know, the, the Ukrainians are not neo-Nazis. They are the original Nazis. Well, there are, I mean, videos that people so conveniently okay, uh, uh, discard on the internet right now of them literally doing a Nazi salutes. Well, and, and Slava Ukraine is actually the Sig Heil in Ukraine. Okay. That's what I mean, Stefan Bandera's the Slava Ukraine is, yeah. is the, the Sig Heil in Ukrainian. I, I've also heard, maybe you can help me out with this, that Azov Battalion's official motto is uh, Ukraine is our mother, Bandera is our father. That is, is the that official true? motto. Yes, that is. <laughs> so, and don't forget, the Azov Battalion, so from 2014 until February 22nd, 2022, over 14,000 ethnic Russians or just non-ethnic Ukrainian children were bombed and killed in the eastern regions of Ukraine. Now go back to to, to the 90s when, when Russia was forced under Yeltsin and Clinton for that ethnic, prevention of ethnic cleansing. Putin, by international law, is required to prevent the ethnic cleansing of any group, any group, any ethnicity, even if it was Ukrainians in Russia, he would be required to prevent that from happening. So what's going on in Ukraine right now is international law where Russia is required to prevent ethnic cleansing. Now, when Russia went th- going in there, 200,000, they, they, they'll know that we're serious, that we should negotiate. When Ukraine and Russia were going to negotiate, Biden intervened and said, no, we want to push Russia out. And you also look at some of the neocons like John McCain and Lindsey Graham saying, no, no, we're going to get rid of Putin. And they've been promising this in Ukraine for quite some time. Oh, in get fact, rid of Nord Stream, you know, too. Also, under, John McCain got in trouble as a U.S. senator because he was given temporary or given uh, positions in the Ukrainian government. He had to be sent because it's a moment violation. And this is something he was promoting because they, the neocons just said, well, Russia's the enemy. Why? Well, because Russia's the enemy. Well, why? Because Russia's the enemy. Give me a reason why. <laughs> Cold War. Cold War. The, Cold the, War. the very first leader, the very first nation to ever give condolences to the United States after 9-11 was Vladimir Putin. The first Interesting. one. Not, not, not England, not France, not Germany, Russia. Russia was the first one to reach out to the United States to offer its condolences and assistance in hunting down the, the, the Boston bombers. Russia warned us of the Boston bombers. But no, they're the Russians. They're the enemy. We can't, we can't listen to anything they say. Can't take any intelligence from them. You also look at, so you look, look, look at all the, the color revolutions. These operations, if you know anything about Article 50 within the United States government and code, the, SP, the you know how the CIA works, they basically try to infiltrate countries and do NGOs and through a lot of these little back doors. And, and all these color revolutions were all CIA operations. So why would Russia be supportive of any NGOs within the within Russian Federation? Oh, yeah, of course. And he knows that the history of all these NGOs are CIA operations. Uh, and then you look at places... Why does Iran hate us? Well, Iran... Okay, <laughs> oh, my God. So, well, because the CIA overthrew their government well, in 1953. Well, CIA wasn't existent. So the guy by the name, name of Kermit Roosevelt II, who yes. I actually know. I met Kermit Roosevelt in really? Washington, D.C. in uh, the late 90s. Theodore Roosevelt's grandson. Yes, I met him. I actually bumped him, what we call the industry, saying, oh, I need to do a high school report on your on Teddy Roosevelt through primary sources. I have a picture of you being held by Teddy Roosevelt. See, that's you. That's Teddy Roosevelt. Can I interview you? He's like, yeah, sounds like a great idea. So I went there 45 minutes of the conversation. I said, okay, Operation Ajax, they ran 1952. Where were you? And he's like, I knew it. So we had we actually had a, a really, really long conversation, which I can't go into. But I also got his book. He gave me a signed book. 
So one of his books he signed about the he gave me one of his last wow. copies that he had. So I've also and I also have a book signed by his dad, which he gave me, and a book signed by his son. So and plus a book, uh, Teddy Roosevelt's actual red book, the, the legislative manual from when he was governor of New York. I actually have his copy that was on his desk. I have a picture of it wow. on his desk, a picture of the book. And his signature in the book. Say this is, you know, Teddy Roosevelt. So I have a quite, quite a nice La La Roosevelt library. And nice. I actually read books on the porch of Sagmore Hill in Oyster Bay when I'm in New York. Huh. Interesting. I get around a lot. Yeah, that's cool. So the thing about Ukraine is is that a majority of Ukrainians don't support this war on the Ukrainian side. And most Russians don't want to see Ukraine to be ceasing to existence. But they are not going to tolerate the birthplace of all of Russia being in a position to where we hate Russians because it's just not going to happen. In fact, okay, here's the thing about Zelensky. Would, should, would or should the United States support a, a country or a leader that jails and, and, and kills his opposition leaders, that silences and, and produces only state-run media, eliminates and prevents open uh, worship and of religion, and tells people if you do not speak a certain language that we are going to prosecute you or bomb your children. If the answer is noted out of those, then why are we supporting Zelensky? T -t Tonight on, CN on MSNBC, Hillary Clinton and the First Lady of Ukraine, Zelensky, are actually going to be doing a co-interview together. Now, if you're learning about the Clintons with their war hawkish behavior in Syria, and then with, why would we support that? That's a good question. So, I haven't been able to answer. If you also look at Russia has only engaged in military uh, confrontations when there was ethnic cleansing taking place and they were defending the people who were being ethnically cleansed to where the United States has killed by accident more people than the uh, proposed perpetrators of atrocities have done on purpose. Yeah, this is something that we bring up uh, often on our podcast is uh, it's not even necessarily we don't uh, go from an angle that Russia is 100% completely right or anything like that. It's just that if we have an American passport, our say on who does what aggressively with their military has been taken away. Well, Especially if you just look at the past 20 years or I mean, go back even further. Korea, what's the difference? A, a joke I like to say, what's the difference between Russia and, and Ukraine conflict and the United States versus Vietnam, Korea, Iraq and Afghanistan? Well, Russia shares a border with Ukraine, of course. Well, the same thing with Taiwan. I mean, it's 6,000 6, miles away sure. to, to Taiwan. And most there is no actual national security violation or threat against the United States in Ukraine, except for the fact that they want to control natural resources. Now, if you look at why Syria matters, because they didn't think they could get Ukraine killed away from the Rus, they thought, well, maybe we could just run different pipelines. Now, Turkey agreed. So the, the, the last country, the one country said, we won't let you do this. We're not letting you nationalize our land. Because we saw what happened in Persia. We're not letting you do this. Was Syria. So Syria was the last block to be able to route a completely... Uh, sure, they, bypassing Russia. They took Saddam lines. Hussein and Modar, Muammar Gaddafi out, so they couldn't do it. Well, Gaddafi also <laughs> wanted to be wanted to deal with gold. He wanted, well, yeah, he, he, he was uh, the African dinar, right? And so the thing is that Hillary Clinton says, we won that war for them, really? And go ask anyone there if, if they think that if they are better off now without Gaddafi. So, I mean, it's a felt state. And sure. it's a felt state created by the United States. Iraq I mean, too. we are the, we ultimately are the reason that Benghazi happened. Because sure. we're the ones who put, you know, 
those those war leaders, those those tribal uh, war hawks in charge. I mean, Gaddafi. Say what do you want to say about Gaddafi? But he did he, he kept the country from constant war. Same thing with Saddam Hussein. Saddam Hussein. Yeah, he might not have not been, a nice guy. He not not a nice guy. His sons were kind of pricks, uh, from what I understand. But you know, in in Baghdad before 2023, there were pictures of Britney Spears hanging up on yeah. music stores yeah. in downtown Baghdad. And now, if you show anything about American culture, they will kill you. Yeah, there were also Islamic extremists hanging in the streets too. Yeah, so I mean, you have to understand. You know, this. You know, uh, with Syria, he's a secular leader. He doesn't want Islamic fundamentalism sure. running his country. Yeah. So, but I mean, back to the Ukrainian thing, I want you to understand this. Uh, on European passports, most Americans don't know this because their passports just show USA. No matter where you were born, if you carry a U.S. passport, it says you're an American. On European passport, I don't care if it's German, I don't care if it's Polish, Ukrainian, they all say what your ethnicity is. Okay. If you live in Ukraine, you can carry a blue passport, but your your passport will tell you that you are not ethically Ukrainian. And the Azov Battalion literally would grab you, check you for your papers. If your passport, regardless if it was blue, regardless if both sets of your grandparents were born and raised in Ukraine throughout the entirety of the Soviet period, if if you were ethically in 2023, not ethically Ukrainian, that was enough to shoot you. Don't hear about that. In, uh, in Odessa in 2013, they actually ground up a bunch of ethnic Russian speakers and the ethnic Russians locked them into the, the former labor building alive and set it on fire. Wow. That's Ukraine. Huh. That's interesting. That's who our government is sending $100 billion to. Well, you also have to remember that the Biden family has a lot of economic ties to the current Ukrainian government sure. with a lot of their corporate structure. Very and small. how much of that money is that just being cycled back through to the Biden family sure. or its subsidiaries as far as who, who, we don't know where the money is going. But we do know that one of the first leopard tanks from Germany sent to Ukraine was captured by Russia yesterday <laughs> with Polish military, Polish uniformed soldiers driving it. Not surprising at all. That's so now there's a NATO right. member soldiers captured in Ukraine in a German tank. Poles and, in a German tank fighting pe- Russians. People don't, and tell me if I'm wrong, people don't realize the incredible restraint that Putin has used this whole time as well. So the, to the Russian military prior to 2022 was less than a million people standing. It is, it is now up to two, uh, I think it's, it's getting, he's going to mobilize up, up to like a little bit more than two million to be a standing army, which is a lot. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, the Chinese don't even do that. Right. Even they could. Uh, he is going, the, the Russian army is going to outpace the U.S. army in standing uh, uh, fighting members within a period of two years. And they didn't have to spend $750 billion a year to do it. And also the U.S., Russia is no longer, is not, as does not, in reality, does not have a recruiting problem. They, they don't have to draft as many people like as, the US as you does. think they do. Uh. Um, they, they are just making sure that you do actually do your military, your service, which most countries do. Do. Canada does it, England does it, Germany does it. Switzerland. So, and everyone, no one in Switzerland isn't in the military. Um, so, say again. No one in Switzerland is not in the military. Right, right, yeah, you have to go. So, I mean, no, no everyone stays in the military. They, they, they yeah. the military drilling for Swiss citizens for life is compulsory. In fact, you can't, you can't become a Swiss citizen unless your neighbor's okay at. Oh really? Yeah, huh. I, I I have a lot. Of, I go to Davos all the time. Oh okay. So I mean, meet up with Klaus and those well, guys. Well, I oh fuck yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I also told Angela Merkel that she's a dwarf slapper too to her face. A dwarf slapper. It's a village whore. Village whore, nice. Yeah, I I, I just really, I, I, I'd like to call her Sitzpinkler. <laughs> <laughs> Oi. Um, but uh, so I mean, I, I mean, I've met Macron. I've met Brutus Coney. I mean, I've met really? all these people. 
Um, in fact, all you gotta do is find out when they're coming and know where their embassy is and just sh- hang out. They'll show up. You can be- I talked to Zelensky for 45 minutes when he visited Trump the first time. Really? Yeah, well, I do- I've done stand-up comedy like his, so we were like, telling jokes back and forth. I mean, he's not that smart, but I mean, he, he actually is not a bad comic. You haven't ever played the piano with your penis, have you? No, but I... I Zelensky's I, got I, that. I, I have he's heard, got that. I, I, I won't watch the video because I don't, I don't need therapy. <laughs> But um, the thing is, so Zelensky's not a real person. Like he's not a, he's not someone you would, you would sure. really want to follow. Sean Penn validated his entire life with an Oscar. Yeah, well, Sean Penn dies in every movie he's ever been into. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to live his, his, his script. Sure. What I'm saying is, is that America has to understand something. So, so as coming from someone who spent time throughout the world, not just in the U.S. and not just in Russia, but throughout all of Europe, throughout Asia, I've, I've seen these things. That the United States, that the people of the United States tend to eat propaganda every morning with their. Sure. With their, with their I would their, argue the most cereal. propagandized unwittingly we are, population in well, the world. I, I think most of them just want the bliss of knowing that our government's going to take care of them. And yeah. The government doesn't give a well, shit about not. most Americans. So you have to understand that, that, that the reality is that we are being told shit that's not true every day, but we have no indication to, to challenge it. Where the Russians, even at the height of the Soviet period, knew everything the government said was bullshit. There you go. They knew every single word. There you go. They're, they're, okay, so the, the, two, the two main newspapers in the Soviet Union Pravda. was the news and the truth. Oh, okay. Okay, Novosti and Pravda. Okay. okay. Uh, there was no truth in the news and there's no news in the in truth, the truth. <laughs> that was uh quite a bit yeah it was very interesting that's why i wanted to play the whole thing yeah no that was a lot and uh yeah you're right he was incorrect about the cia that remember the national just, security Act. just one thing yeah you know just one thing no big I, deal you know i was thinking uh perhaps too to talk more in depth about some of that stuff we could reach out and invite him Right that would be great if we could and get on an interview yeah do, why not? in that way too we could uh do a lot more research right. on absolutely on the subject matter because so he was does very, he live around here or is he, he seems very knowledgeable we didn't get into it i didn't ask him hmm. <clears throat> he just said he traveled a lot as you could hear and whatnot yeah. one thing that i did want to mention was that uh he stated that <clears throat> one of the leopard tanks that got sent to ukraine yeah. from germany was captured by the russians with polish operators so hmm. you know operating the, the the tank Interesting. we did find out as a result of the recent intelligence leaks from the which we'll get into in next episode yeah we'll get into that but uh the the u.s does actually have special forces and the uk has special forces operating inside ukraine weird a leaked u.s military intelligence documents suggest that special forces from nato countries have been operating in ukraine According to the papers, uh, U.S. officials estimate that there were more than 90 Special Forces personnel from NATO states in Ukraine without specifying their activities or locations. That's super duper weird because, you know, they have NGOs operating as solely as uh, medical troops. Well, Nathaniel, we're going to we got that interview coming up. Nathaniel just talked about U.S. NGOs and how they are typically CIA fronts. Yeah, weird, right? So, have here Ukraine um, from Reason Magazine, I believe, Reason Online, the, the Pentagon leak reveals 14 U.S. troops in Ukraine. So, that's just what it, 14 troops? There would have to be more. I would what think. does that say? Okay. Well, so, Iraq's got a picture here from the rally. So, after that, it, there was a second protester that showed up. Remember that? Uh, the guy and the gal, yeah. Yeah, and her sign said, morons are 
Governing America. Or is that grooming? I can't even read her sign from the picture. Why didn't she get a better picture, man? No, governing. Morons are governing America and Iowa. So it says MAGA. Oh. <laughs> In rainbow. It's yeah, that's it's it's hard to <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know. Morons the, the protester are governing America and Iowa. The protester presence was pretty weak. I was oh. really disappointed. Hmm. Yeah, it would have been cool if there were people like throwing rocks and stuff. Yeah, so you anyway. Guys would have been like, we were dodging stones. We have a few clips from yeah, President yeah. Trump. So we go in. You guys got inside after talking to Rudy and Nathan. And Nathaniel. Yeah, the Nathaniel, Secret sorry. Service was. Secret Service checked us, got sec- checked by Secret Service. Mm, got, got my dogs there. They do it. Cock touch. No. Just make sure. Uh, no, I. We had I to empty rung, our pockets. Yeah, I emptied my pockets and I rung clear. So that's good. I don't know why there, never, there nothing ever picks up my belt buckle. It's just a regular belt buckle. I don't have anything. Yeah, it's like a TSA. That's a good belt buckle. So no, it's just. I think it's well. It's a one of them regular Some working TSAs brands. TSA's will still make you take it off because they're douche So we get in there, and they open up the balcony for the. We're like the first people to go up there. Oh, nice. Cause, yeah, the, yeah, we were the, pretty the much front floor. center just yeah, up on the balcony. Send me some pictures. You had some good views, it looked yeah, like. It so, right. yeah, I mean, we were row. looking down. That's for sure. We are looking down. We uh, Look, sat next to some... Living up there, looking down on Trump. We sat next to some nice ladies from Kiwani, Illinois. Okay. Uh, we were in line with them most of the time, too. They were a hoot. They were nice to talk to. Oh, okay. Um, did you get any interviews with them? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think we have time to play it, unfortunately. We need to get to some clips of Donald Trump here from the speech and then just talk about those for a little bit. Okay. Yeah, so it was like the first time I've sang... You sang? I I pledged of the allegiance. To the flag. To the flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all do you remember that of course i do i was there yeah do you, yeah. Do you remember that doing that in school? when's the last time you had i mean yeah school or like a maybe like a stock car race or something like happened in the to oh. well and yeah and then they went into but, it, you know, it, it did bring back some memories. It made you feel proud to be an American. Sure. And I'm proud to be an American. Right on. Right on. And then the national anthem. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's Which I was a little let down by that lady there was, singing. This. There was a, yeah. I mean, okay. There I'd was rather a prayer. play guitar. There was a prayer. Calm down, Jimi Hendrix. Uh, there was a little panel. Oh, the prayer was, yeah, that was a little. There was a little panel beforehand, and daggum it, I can't remember the people's names. But uh, other than uh, the Scott County Sheriff. Tim Lane? Tim Lane, yeah, he was one of them. Yeah. So he said fentanyl was a big problem. Even in Scott County. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, he mentioned as a result of the, the open southern border. Hmm. The right is really hung up on this fentanyl. 
I don't know what to tell you. That's maybe we should call Tim Lane up sometime. Talk to him. So yeah, there was Republican congressman from Cedar County. I believe he's also like the. I believe he was the like the majority the leader. attorney general. Previous was his name? no, there wasn't an attorney yeah. general. Was he? Anyway, yeah. So then we waited for a while and. The good old governor of Iowa, Kim Reynolds, introduced President Trump. That's really loud and annoying. Yeah. Tim Reynolds, apparently. So we're actually going to start at the end here. He made a little joke. Iraq wanted to include a little joke. Oh. President Trump's got jokes. Tell us a joke, funny guy. He made a teleprompter joke about President, former Vice, or excuse me, vice former Vice President Joe Biden. <laughs> he did. To credit Stephen Crowder for that. Hey, we've been calling him that for a long time. Former vice president. I know where I got it from, and I'm crediting <laughs> crediting him for that. I've never seen anything like it. The other day, they were asking questions, and he was reading the answer off a teleprompter. I said, I've never, they've never done that for me. Little teleprompter joke about Joe Biden getting softballs with the mainstream media. Mm. Well, that he was taking questions after. Funny. And then, uh, yeah. So he made a little mention of World War Three breaking out. We've been talking about that. Yeah, he's. I think he's on to something. Tweeted about it. Said something about it on what's his Patriot Network. Here's what he had to say: Davenport, Iowa, March thirteenth, twenty twenty-three. I am the only candidate who can make this promise. I will prevent World War Three because I really believe you're going to have World War Three. Did he say, I really believe you're going to have World War III? Or were? Yeah, so we still have two more years of this. I don't know how he's going to prevent it if it happens. By backing off on Russia and not screwing around in Ukraine anymore, probably is a good start. Yeah. I don't know if that's what he he would do. He did claim it would be 24 hours. Well, who knows? I don't know. He didn't do anything that prevents nuclear war. He didn't do anything that ballsy in his first term, and and he put all of the foxes, you know, guarding the hen house around him. Mm. So that was so he could keep a better eye on him, dude. Mike Pompeo, who's that? Nikki Haley, hawk. She's running for president. Hawk, hawk, total hawk. She was the ambassador to the UN. Yes, absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the minister of war, he had a little uh, he had a funny little LeBron joke. Yeah, yeah. All right, roll it. One thing: if I was a basketball coach, I'd be the greatest coach in history. I'd have a woman's team. I'd have all men. I'd have. I'm not a fan of LeBron James. I don't like LeBron, but I'd say, hey, LeBron, you ever think of becoming a woman? Because you're going to be on my team. We're going to have. We're going to go undefeated for the next five years, LeBron. I'm not a fan, but you know, I would ask him that question. That was a lot funnier than the teleprompter one. Just I thought saying. so too. Yeah, yeah, that was the highlight of the night. Yeah, I and I thought it was going to be all like him just talking trash, and it wasn't. Well, he said what the Ronda Sanctimonious. Or yeah, what, R- I don't Ronda Sanctimonious, the 
Ron DeSantis slight that he has. Oh. He did call out the fake news that was present. Yeah, the, he, yeah. He always does. He's good for that. It's funny. And the crowd went wild. Yeah. I know I did. He also mentioned that he would obliterate the deep state. Okay, Obama. What's happening is very simple. Our enemies are desperate to stop us because they know that we are the only ones who can stop them. And I will totally obliterate the deep state. I will fire the unelected bureaucrats who have weaponized our justice system. Look at what they've done to our justice system, what they have done to our justice system. I will direct the Department of Justice to go after Marxist prosecutors' offices to make them pay for their illegal race-based enforcement of the law. Many racists are there. Well, I thought that's what he was going to do the first time, drain the swamp. Well, he didn't. He's like Obama. But I need another four know. years to do the things I said I was going to do in the first four well, years yeah. in order to get this done. <laughs> oh, what did he, he... He did say Ron DeSantis was like Mitt Romney. Remember that? A rhino. Like. It does sound like Ron DeSantis's uh, record in Congress was uh, pretty military-industrial complex friendly. Well, does that surprise you? No, not at all. He's a Republican. Yeah. So, so yeah, uh, I don't know how MAGA supporters are the only ones that can get rid of the deep straight state, the bureaucratic state. The Again, deep, you had... Did you say the deep straight? Uh, I guess. <laughs> the deep, deep straight. But, well, as we're finding out, yeah, the deep straight, you're... Uh, <laughs> they're not on your side. Thanks. <laughs> you had four years to do it. He had four years to do it, man. Couldn't straighten out the deep straight. Said he was going to drain the swamp. Didn't. There were cartoons drawn about it and whatnot. I remember seeing. Ah! Drain the swamp. Drain the swamp. Didn't happen. Yeah. Rather unfortunate. Maybe somebody will come back from the dead and save us. The last thing that he had to talk about was yeah education going on about well yeah he talked about schools they were hammering the school choice thing that happened in iowa yeah that's the big accomplishment last session i believe for the iowa republicans so they own everything in iowa right now republicans yeah they do that the democrats got uh, pushed out yeah just got the attorney general as well i can't remember the lady's name yeah but got rid of a dude that had been in there for a long time i think he went to harvard law too Weird. Hmm. Tom Miller. You know, I also went to Harvard. Obama. The Unabomber. Oh, yeah, we so, learned that. You guys were up on the balcony. had a great view. What else? Uh, did you get any more clips that you want to play? Well, the last clip that E-Rock was nice enough to uh, supply us with mm. is him talking about vaccine mandates in schools. Really? Mm, that's Here interesting. We, Here we go. I will not give one penny to any school that has a vaccine mandate or a mask mandate from kindergarten through college. Well, he certainly knows what the people want to hear. Yeah. (laughs) Did did Trump just score a touchdown? (laughs) (laughs) He must have. It sounded like he did. Wow. I mean, hey, that just goes to show there's a lot of people that are behind it. Don't screw with our kids, dude. I mean, don't screw with us in general, but definitely don't screw with our kids. Yeah, he was sure proud of 
ripping that vaccine out quickly though wasn't he yeah that, that i mean that's the other thing so so many people forget to remember that operation, operation warp, warp speed, speed right was i think it's got like a, the insignia patch has like a black cube on it too and stuff it's really weird with the covid he owns that one so yeah and i think it's it's starting to get safer to talk about the vaccines are, are i think causing issues you know what i mean well so certain reports out there yeah for sure definitely go do your own research on that yeah we uh we're not ready to quite get to those yet we've talked about it a little bit a little bit but yeah i don't know we'll hit up there hit it up someday so okay yeah what else uh what else that summed it up really um anything else other besides just e-rock decided he wanted to stay for the q a but then we decided to call that off and listen on his phone on the way out because we both have jobs that we have to be to in the morning and it was like eight so yeah that's stupid you know march 13th eight is dark so it's ready for bed but because you're uh, old yeah yeah if anybody out there is wanting to listen to it it's a, it's on the internet yeah okay the whole speech at at davenport and the well, Q&A. there was a rumble even like c-span had it cool all right well there you go so all right and then but you did get a few other interviews that maybe we'll go over in another yeah, day i think we might we might another have those over perhaps yeah, we'll we might see. drop them in here and there but the, those were the two highlights and i think maybe Rudy yeah, was a nice guy we'll nathaniel get, was seemed very educated and yeah well i think we'll have to get nathaniel on the, the show sometime yeah that we can deep do a little more of a deep dive on the history yeah yeah learn yeah. more we can prep a little bit more yeah anyway we'll make it a good show for you folks we try to do that so i guess this pretty much wraps it up huh sums it up yeah then you guys got in your car you went home took took a little sleep and got up so and after hearing all that tp are you inclined to vote for trump 2024 mm. we're not endorsing anybody that's for sure yeah that's for <laughs> the sure show. and uh not yet at least probably not i don't know it's tricky i mean how much confidence do we do do we i mean you know each of us have i did like elections really in the first place that's true it's up to the electoral college i don't really trust california or florida new york well maybe he'll be in jail (laughs) that's what they like yeah Yeah. and falls and breaks his leg well that didn't happen won't happen so maybe rudy was on to something maybe but i think rudy wanted him locked up for other reasons He's a prophet, perhaps. Yeah, no, he didn't say the Stormy Daniels. Oh, well. All that kicked off afterwards, though. Right. I will be the greatest president that God ever created. As always, like, share, subscribe. Follow. Follow. Rate five stars. Yes, please. And Yeah, thank you for tuning into this uh, undercover deep yeah, yeah. dive deep into dive. Agent D-Rock. Project Veritas with Iowa Talk guys. No, 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 no. Fair. no it wasn't that affiliation. Deep. It was just rally. Oh. Y'all went to. So y'all, they'll get better. Y'all went to. It's just a rally. Hey. You guys went to. We're a little further north than that. Have some pride. My bad, dude. Stationed down in the south. At Iowa Talk guys on Twitter. At Iowa Talk guys underscore podcast on Instagram. Send us an email if you want. Preferably TP at Iowa Talk Guys. T E E P E E. 
Yep, check in our description. T double E P E W on locals. If you want to be on the show, send me an email. We can get you on here. Also, website still being worked on. But it'll lead also, you to our content. It will. Yeah, you can still go to iowatalkguys.com. It'll just take you to our, our Podbean. So, as of right now. Spotify, Amazon. We're working on Apple. Um, also, another thing is do not ever eat the yellow cake. Drink the Kool-Aid. I will talk guys out. Out. Oh. Hi. Good night, everybody.